I'm the head of Pursui. Talking head of Pursui. I'm the third doctor. Such a snappy dresser. I'm a snazzy dresser. I love my velvet jacket. I'm the head of Pursui. Scaring little children. I'm the head of Pursui. I work for Stag Dorian. Oh look Liz, there's a Silurian. Good evening and welcome once again to The Staggering Stories. I'm Crumbly. I'm Fake Keith. I'm Adam. And I am the real Keith. The real Keith is really cross because Adam's got a firefly coat. <laughs> the real Keith stamped his little foot and pouted <laughs> mm. and not Angrily. in a good way. It's only a brown coat, it's nothing... Shut up, you! <laughs> it's a brown coat that fit perfectly as if it was made for you. Well, yes. Doodle, doodle, take my lamb, take my... <laughs> <laughs> it's OK, I've got a tenth Doctor coat. Don't up throw to. the cup across the room. <laughs> take my cat, take my dog. What? <laughs> take our duck and make him squeal. <laughs> Please don't ruin that song for me. <laughs> they say our hole's a real good deal. But you'll never take my show from me. <laughs> Give me your pen. <laughs> anyway, without further ado, furtively hiding the crispy magazine of information under the bedclothes, it's the news with El Presidente. Your intros are getting weirder by the week. <laughs> yes. OK, completely ignoring El Presidente's superiority in all things. What? I'm going to read the first piece of news. OK. Complete with snotty nose. I am. Torchwood USA. Ooh. Fox Television is developing a US version of Torchwood in association with BBC Worldwide Productions. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Russell T Davies will be writing the script and be an executive producer alongside Julie Gardner and Jane Tranter. Is that right? Mm. That's yep. right. Pete Tranter's sister. Uh, <laughs> it's also possible, the article suggests, that John Barrowman... Barrowman! Barrowman! ...may reprise his role as Captain Jack Harkness if Fox orders Torchwood to pilot. The US version will contain a global storyline compared to the more localised sensibility of the first two BBC seasons. In other words, it'd be set just in America. Yeah. 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 Because no one's heard of Cardiff. I'm just wondering, would it have the same remote tentative links to who that Cardiff Torchwood has? I can't see how it can. And neither can I. They wouldn't have the rights through, would they? But, yeah, that's it. So are we going to have, like... Torchwood's California. This is going to be <laughs> well, like a CSI Torchwood. Cardiff has got um, a temporal rift underneath it. Um, yeah. California's got the San Andreas Fault underneath exactly. it. Exactly. Oh, there uh, you go. Doesn't this sort of bollocks up the original charter uh, of Torchwood? Because it's meant to be for the Empire. Ah, uh, yeah, Victoria. but lots yeah. of things yeah. were meant to be for the Empire. Then the world moved on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Torchwood didn't. Yeah, well, it's time it did, OK? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who knows, maybe there's a rift there as well. Or uh, yeah, like the salmon popping up well. everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Keep yeah. popping up everywhere. Doctor Who computer game on the way. Ooh. Ooh. 
Ooh, is this going to be the electric version of Top Trumps? Again. Again, yeah. yeah. Top yeah. Trumps. <laughs> Bottom Trumps. According to an officer. Oh, <laughs> Captain Jack. <laughs> Bourbon! <laughs> According to an article at cvg.com. Dot com. What? <laughs> the BBC has taken a major step which makes the appearance of a Doctor Who video game in the near future a much more likely proposition. They've mm. said, yeah, OK, mm. then. <laughs> yeah, give us money. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. But now, apparently, the Beeb is ready to help create games based on its biggest licenses after a long period of abstinence. Oh, really? <laughs> 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 yeah, okay. Mm, chinny rack on again, yes. We've been reactive to the market in the last few years, said Dave Anderson, head of multimedia development at BBC Worldwide. Mm. There were a few opportunistic licensing deals, but we were largely aggregating and holding on to our properties to wait and see how the market developed. <laughs> okay. In other words, so, they were busy missing the boat after yeah, it sailed. Yeah, that, that sounds yeah. like bureaucratical double dutch to me. Mm-hmm. Abstinence and holding on to their property. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I, I've got to admit, there's one line in here. Where is it? Uh, the BBC is ready to help create games based on their bigger licenses. So does this mean we're going to have an EastEnders game as well? Probably. Oh. <laughs> I'm sure there must have been you, one. I think there's a board game. Different ways to bring back dirty dirt. <laughs> <laughs> Dig him up. Yes. <laughs> anyway, so did you watch EastEnders? Uh, no, I no, did. No, did you no, see the bit no, where Peggy? No, no, oh. no. And I don't no. know about you, but. Not EastEnders podcast. Sorry. No. Not Neighbours podcast. Sorry. Not. Um, Home and Away? Ho- Home Away or not Hollyoaks podcast. Emmerdale? Emmerdale? No. <laughs> oh. Who podcast? I mean, a little bit of extra sci fi as well. Okay. A bit of Eldorado. Okay. Yeah. Serious you... Doctor Who question. <laughs> okay. Do you think Ian Beale could have murdered Archie? <laughs> With a uh, screwdriver mm. in the console room. In the room. console room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, no more EastEnders. <clears throat> Next. With a jadoon. Rex is not your TV programme. If Entertainment Weekly is to be believed, it looks like NBC has declined to take David Tennant's Rex is not my lawyer to a full series. The show has been a possibility for a 10pm slot this spring, but that now definitely will not be happening. An NBC source insists that Rex remains under consideration for the fall. Autumn. <laughs> oh, well, it says fall there. I know. What was written there? If you wanted it changed to autumn, you should have done it when you printed them I out. Should have done. He's still yeah. grumpy. <laughs> Pedantry aside. <laughs> the sets are on fold and hold. Maintain the insider. They will still be available if the show is picked up for the fall. Autumn. <laughs> Either way, the fact that NBC didn't pick it up straight away suggests that the network has concerns over the show. Oh, Which probably no means it's groundbreaking and rather good. <laughs> Possibly. So, yeah, not good news to David Tennant. No, no. no. It, 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 I suppose it's a good sign that it doesn't say the sets have been destroyed. They've just been packed away into storage. I don't know. I think, not good, but... I think yeah. that's NBC speak for placating British journalists. Could be. Probably, yeah. Their sets have mm. already been burned. So as the saying goes, watch this space. Mm. Mm. Any other news? Red Dwarf may be back for a full season. Chris Barry, who you may know as Arnold Judas Rimmer, (laughs) says it may return for full series. There is talk of more Red Dwarf this year, and while Back to Earth was a good one-off, from the rumours I hear, we may be doing a more standard sort of series. He told the Daily Record. But any new Red Dwarf is fine by me. I was surprised at just how quickly I slipped back into it. <laughs> it took a couple of scenes to loosen up a bit, but once you get the outfit on, 
You're all there. Uh, right. I'm not looking forward no, to this. No, neither am I, I've got to admit. I think they're flogging a dead horse now. I don't know, I, I actually quite like it. I quite like the idea of it, I mean. It's beginning to approach the problem they had with the original Star Trek cast. Getting too old? Getting too old. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, I'm, the, sure, I'm sure they can work. Yeah. Do you really want to see a 70-year-old Rimmer and a 70-year-old Dave Lister still pretending they're 20? And besides, Rimmer shouldn't age, he's a hologram. He's got an ageing program, I'm sure. Mm, uh, Easy to explain away. There's a thing called makeup. Is there? Mm. Take your word for it. Know an awful lot about makeup. Well, I'm not speaking from personal experience. Blusher, lip liner, eyelashes, those types. I I wasn't very impressed with Back to Earth. No, I quite liked it. Yeah, I'm not not sure what I think of the series. I think a new series might have a bit more um, credence. It depends. I think it would help if they got somebody else in to help co-write it. Mm, yeah. yeah, I'm not sure Doug Naylor's quite got it on his own. I, it's I'm, good for ideas, but... I'm willing to admit I may be wrong on this, but I'm not happy. <laughs> mm. I'm oh. not looking forward to it. We'll see. It, it may be great. Mm. It may be. Mm, yeah. So, we'll see. Any more news? I have a couple of addendums. Go on. Flash your addendums. I shall. I shall. The Doctor Who movie has risen its head again. I think that that has happened. Oh, yes. Uh, Billy Piper has mentioned it on a radio interview. She's been flapping Mm. her lips again. She has been flapping her lips. (laughs) Apparently, it (laughs) looks, again, (laughs) I don't think the ink has even been signed on the paperwork, so this is all speculation. But it looks like it's a a Tenant Doctor Ten Rose movie. Possibly. Possibly. Mm. As long as she takes that bloody gum shield out of her. <laughs> yeah, and pronounce her S's correctly. Mm. <laughs> yes, and as I keep saying before, for someone who, who said, if I don't leave now, they'll be prizing the keys of the TARDIS from my cold dead fingers. <laughs> it's um, heading that way, isn't it? Yeah. 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 And my final piece of addendum, Wizard of the Coast is now relinquishing and giving up the Star Wars licence. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? After about ten years. Possibly a good thing, depending on what follows. Yeah, what follows. I wonder why. It's not making money of them anymore. Uh, Apparently, due to the current economic climate, the game is not producing enough money. I think they're bringing out another pack of miniatures for it, and then that's it. They're dropping the license. Miniatures, there's your problem. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's the thing, the fact that they, the nice little plastic miniatures are quite good, and I would have collected them, but they came and went so fast to try to keep them, yeah. keep the prices up and mm. keep it valuable and rare. Yeah, so. exactly, yeah. So, thus endeth the news. Mm. Okay, we started reviewing Red Dwarf, oh, months and months and months mm-hmm. ago. Long time ago. Yeah. Really Last long decade. time ago. I think we got to series, yeah. ooh, two? Mm. Two. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the way up to two. So yeah. today we're going to climb the giddy heights of season three. It's cold outside. There's no kind of atmosphere. More alone? More or less. But enough of that. Here's this. <laughs> Dwarf had hit its stride by season three. Oh, good grief, very much I think so, some yeah. of the stories in the third series are mm. amongst the best. I think also the look of it. This is where the time period that the BBC realised they might have a money spinner on the hand and were prepared to throw cash at this. Mm. Well, apparently it didn't get that much more money. They just 
designed really? it better. Well, it's yeah, it's it, a lot slicker. It does, it does look a lot. Does, yeah, yeah. It's very different to yeah, seasons it, one it, and two. It looks as if there's at least five years between them. Yeah, yeah. which does mean the BBC started throwing money at it. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently it's all down to the uh, the designer Mel Bibby. Mm. Yeah, apparently he did a miraculous thing with the budget, which was. Little more than it was before. Well, he embezzled it. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe that's a problem the first few seasons. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's also the fact that they got a few, um, a different outlook on it. Because yeah. I, I remember certainly from the uh, special features of season two, they said they didn't like the drab greyness, so they put yeah. a couple of shelves and boxes up mm. to <laughs> change the colours and make a little bit of variety in there, and then someone come behind them and painted them all grey. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Kind of miss the old grey, I must admit. The first thing when I, I watched the first episode, which is backwards. Yeah, yeah. Watched them in order, of course, on DVD. And the first thing I thought was, I miss the original credits. <laughs> I, I liked the slow, uh, kind of mournful opening credits. I liked yeah. the uh, the Holly hologram introduction, yeah. Yeah. the uh, status update. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's all kind of gone. You've got this kind of jazzy, upbeat. Well, it turned kind of a little in a way. It turned a bit soap opery in series three. So the first two series, as you said, the opening credits, which were like drab and slow, mm. reflected what. Well, let's face it, what life stranded yeah. on a spaceship would be like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I don't know what happened, because I think you've mentioned it in the review, uh, a review of season two in the past, mm-hmm. is something has certainly happened behind the scenes. Uh, a new broom has come in, there's been mm. a new direction. They've thrown out all the old plot lines, because they had yeah. the, oh, yeah. the original scroll that tied everything up. Yeah, they just ignored all the all yeah. backstory, <laughs> pretty yeah. much. Yeah, all Did the... a Star Wars... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that literally zips past in about a couple of seconds. Yeah, <laughs> which you can slow down and read on DVD. Oh, yeah. yeah, introduced a new Holly, yep. female Holly. We've got Crichton yep. back as a very different mm. character. The, the Crichton. proper Crichton, yes. <laughs> yeah. And even the other characters are, are different. Yeah. The cat is more human, though he was more human in season two. He's more so now. Yeah, yeah. Mm. They, they've, they've humaned him up quite it a bit. It is as if a lot of time has passed. Yeah. yeah. Lister's much less of a bum, more of a hero sort of character. Yeah, yeah. Rimmer is much less of a really anally retentive, irritating <laughs> character. He's, he's still a damn coward, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's, yeah. he's still a coward, but he's, he's not the same character he was before. Yeah. He's not a, quite as anally retentive. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no. I mean, he's still bitter and twisted. But, yeah. Um, but every story in this season was a hit. Every story was enjoyable. I don't mm. really think there is many misfires. They're all good, though. I, personally, I say the first three were better than the second Yeah, three. yeah. Mm. But the, in the first two series, first series, for me, for me, certainly, first series, there was only one or two enjoyable programmes. The rest of them were misfires. Mm. Second series, less so. This season, I wouldn't call them misfires. The, there's a couple that don't quite make the grade that is set by the first three. Yeah. There's in bits and pieces in there to I find amusing and laugh at. Yeah. I love the way they, they um target their fan base in the in backwards. You've got the, the guy who used to be on the adventure game speaking backwards. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. On the DVD, when you go to the special features, they flip what he has said so you can mm. hear what he is actually saying, and he's mocking the one sad git who <laughs> <Yeah>. will <laughs> record this, play it backwards to find out what I'm mm. saying. Yeah, I did that. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> so when I'm insulting you, I'm not actually insulting you, I'm insulting the person. Yeah. <laughs> All improv, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
that you can actually get to see the episode backwards entirely on the special features. Yeah. Oh, do you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Forward. <laughs> yeah. The fight scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was brilliant. The fact they played up that um, Lister's got a was it bruised ribs and a yeah, black, black eye. eye yeah <laughs> but if you want to talk about backwards in particular it doesn't work if you think about it at all <laughs> <laughs> well of course it doesn't because it's it would be impossible for it to work yeah like uh, the bit when Crichton and Rimmer are fired yeah they're fired in the wrong order yeah they, they they're fired mm. after they do their act yeah whereas yeah. they Not should before. have been fired as soon as he walked in yeah 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 <laughs> it doesn't doesn't make sense. The but... more you look at it, the less it makes sense. Well, let's face it. Bad. Is it Rimmer supposed the... to make sense? Yeah, exactly. No, Rimmer really. and the cat are going forward in a timeline that's going backwards. It just mm-hmm. it shouldn't work, work at, at all. all. No, no. <laughs> Although the descriptions of some of the historical um, people from history, sorry, was brilliant. Well, <laughs> yes. uh, St. Francis of Assisi, this petty-minded little sadist <laughs> yeah. who goes around maiming small animals. Yes. <laughs> Santa Claus comes down the chimney and nicks all your toys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> It sound, sounds very much like uh, South Park, the episode with the uh, Mirror Universe uh, yeah. apartment. Yeah. Mm. Let me guess, did he have a beard? Yes, he yes. did. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and he was the nicest person you could possibly imagine. Really? I mean, he, was, he wasn't the foul-mouthed racist n- 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 oik that he he's normally is. <laughs> also in this one, you've got the emo hawk, which I, I enjoyed immensely. Oh, good grief, uh, yeah. The, the special effects on it let it down slightly, the yeah. monster, and the, but it's the idea behind it. Mm, the polymorph. The polymorph, mm. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, another good one. Yeah, it's one of the, the best ones of the season. Yeah. Is this where we're introduced to um, Dwayne Dibley? First time mm-hmm. we see Dwayne right. Dibley. Oh. No, no, not really. this one. No, not no, this one, no. 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 Th- this one is where they, they uh, eat his charm. Yeah. yeah. And he, becomes, he turns uh, out as a tramp. Yeah, a tramp, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dibley doesn't come along until... No, the next season. Season or two's time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's right, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the first time... We, is it the first time or the second time we see Rimmer's mother? It's when Rimmer's looking at photographs and... Crichton, yeah, uh, calls her one. a silly old trout. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. this one. So yeah, the first one. Well, the occasion that sticks in mind is, um, I think, it's where uh, Ace Rimmer makes his first appearance. Oh, and Little Rimmer's hanging that's, upside yeah, down from the tree. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's not this one. No, that's, that's not this season. No. That's not this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is the first season we see his mother. I think we've mm. been introduced briefly to his father in Better yes. Than Life. Yes, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is the first time we actually see his mother in <laughs> close clinches. With Lister. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was amusing. A bit disturbing, yeah. that. <laughs> but Marooned, that's a... Yes! That's one of my favourites. Yes. Ever, I think. Okay, I really think Marooned is more of a subtle one, but it's, yeah. it's still... Is that the one where Lister and Rimmer are stuck in the Starbug in the snow? Yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah. Alexander the Great's chief you look. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just the two of them, basically, and yeah. just mm. absolutely it's brilliant. A, it's, a, it's a double-hander. Yeah, yeah mm. it's, yeah. it's yeah. a two-hander. It's quite... But it's also, this season, we get introduced to the Starbug. Yes, indeed. This is the beginning of the end. Yeah. <laughs> in many ways. That, yeah, yeah. But it is it is such a, an iconic-looking ship. There's no other ship like it. Look, sort of like yeah. the Enterprise. or, or yeah. the, the, It's got a distinctive shape to well, it. Well, it just looks yeah. like a bug. That's it. Yeah, a head, thorax, and abdomen. Yeah. 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 But again, I, like you said earlier, I think this is the thin end of the wedge. It is. It's where you start getting the, the funny monsters like the polymorph. Yeah. Which has been unfortunate. Um, <laughs> but it only happens once now, but it's yeah. such a success. Yeah, that's, the, that's the trouble. That's the trouble. It kind mm. of that's the trouble. means they do that a lot 
in coming seasons, which yeah. is a shame. Yeah. The first two seasons, they, they kind of never really leave the ship. But here, yeah. they're forever leaving the yeah, ship. Yeah, so it's the first two seasons, never leave the ship, but it was very samey. The, there wasn't too much interaction. You needed an outside influence because mm. they kept on uh, scrounging for um, such things like uh, confidence and paranoia. And, yeah. And, you know, it was very contrived. This time they start to... I'm not saying necessarily it's a good thing, but this time they try to get outside the ship and introduce other influences. But yes. unfortunately, as you said, it's it's what it ends up with. Yeah, it's good now. Yeah. But at least as far as I remember, I haven't rewatched them recently, but it <laughs> goes a bit bad and they go overboard with it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it goes <laughs> against the original premise of the, of the book, um, which I think right at the beginning says that um, uh, mankind had finally realised that in the whole of the huge universe they are completely alone no. yeah yeah but then all of a sudden we've got these other races mm, appearing mm. well they're all meant yes. to be offshoots of humanity yeah. 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 genetic engineering stuff like that which of is course three million to... years has passed so yeah mm. a lot could have happened well evolution yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a bit of a shame they have to f- populate the universe with other creatures whether mm. they're human derived or not but what else mind. did we have so we had uh, body swap that was a good one. Mm-hmm. I that, well, that was rather funny. Swap. No one can eat that much mashed potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's, seen, sure badger. it's mm. seen Chris Barry doing a Craig Charles impersonation. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, I expected that to be good because Chris yeah. Barry is a he's mimic. Very, he's very yeah. I was yeah. very impressed with Craig Charles. Yes. I thought mm. he did a fantastic Chris Barry. <laughs> of course, you do know that their voices were the, replaced. Yeah, the, mm. it, would yeah. have been, it would have been better yes. if they had left the voices the same. I so, don't know, yeah, though, because then... Chris, you've got yeah, uh, Craig Charles talking with Craig Charles' voice, but in Chris Barry's pattern. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but and, I think that would show up. I think that's somewhere Craig Charles would fall down. I think it, Chris it, it, Barry, as we've yeah, seen in it, some it, of the what, outtakes, does mm, an absolutely fantastic also, Lister impression. Yeah. What we've also got to remember is um, before... Before Chris Barry appeared on the uh, Red Dwarf, he was all, he was one of the stalwarts of a uh, spitting image. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah, did. Yeah. A, he does a, in the outtakes. He does a very good Kenneth Williams mm. impersonation <laughs> <laughs> as General Patton. I think <laughs> yeah. at one point, as Kenneth Williams does the Dirty Dozen. Yeah. <laughs> I can understand why they did it, but I would have preferred mm. it if they'd have kept their own voice. It would make more sense. It would have made more sense. Mm. But, yeah, maybe yeah. it was funny, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Cat dumping his face into a pile of mashed potatoes. <laughs> yeah. Was that the yeah. one where at the beginning we had the scene about the cat and Lister thinking about going to bed with Wilma Flintstone? <laughs> <laughs> it's one yeah. of my favourite scenes that's, that's ever. Backwards, that's backwards, I think. Mm. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, the beginning it's of still one of my favourite scenes. <laughs> yeah. She'll never leave Fred, and we knew it. <laughs> <laughs> then we had time slides. Yep, that was, was an interesting time premise. They develop the photos and they can go back oh, in time. Oh, yes. Mm. Uh, beating up Hitler to get his sandwiches mm. off of him. Yeah. <laughs> he likes banana and crisps. <laughs> yeah. And attention sheet. Yeah, yeah. I found that quite sad, that Thicky poor little room. Rimmer lying yeah. there fast asleep with, with boxing his boxing gloves, gloves on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then, uh, what was it, Craig Charles's brother playing him as a young oh, yeah, as a younger yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. wannabe pop star. And of course let's just not forget Sabrina Mulholland de Jones. Ah uh, yeah. star. <laughs> yeah. Prince Andrew's squeeze toy. Mm, I, yes. I, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again good, but you wonder why I never refer to it ever again. Yeah. It's... Why do they never go back in time ever again using this method? Because you would, wouldn't you? Of course you would. You would spend all you would. your flipping yeah. time going back. Yeah. yeah, you'd get all the photos of all the beaches and whatever. That's yeah. it, and you'd, go, and I you'd mean, spend days there. That is one of the troubles that I think was introduced in this season was the, the Star Trek attitude of once the episode's done... Reset yeah. button. Reset button, yeah. 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 It's much it... less so in the first two. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. It's the same with Better in Life. 
better than life. Even once you've realised how dangerous it is, you'd tell Holly to get you out of there after a day. And you'd, you'd spend the day in better than life. Yeah, yeah. Like people do <laughs> well, in the most. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, Adam. <laughs> yeah, how is your life, by the way? <laughs> life was that. <laughs> okay, so season three, how do we think it compared to the others? Um, I think overall it hit its stride. And I think so, so far this has been the best of the yeah. three. It was yeah. a good introduction yep. for Crichton. Yeah. Yeah, was, he was made a great part of the new team. It isn't the same Red Dwarf as it was. No. But it's good. It's kind of middle-aged Red Dwarf. Yeah, yeah. It kind of gets old-age Red Dwarf. Which <laughs> that's that's right. when, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, we know what is yet to come. And this this is probably mm-hmm. the almost the last of the golden years. I think this next season... Next season's pretty good, as I recall. Yeah, yeah. Season yeah. Four, this, season, yeah. this season, next season are the golden years. After that, it begins to tail off. Yeah, when the, the partnership with Rob Grant and yeah. Naylor breaks up. Yeah. And, but we'll see. We'll come back to those. Eventually. Yeah. <laughs> no, no Tune in in six months' time yeah, for Red Dwarf Season 4. <laughs> give us another couple of podcasts. But yeah, definitely thumbs up for Red Dwarf. Oh, yes. Oh, Go out there, so, yeah. watch yep. it. Mm-hmm. Now, after the wonder that was Red Dwarf, until mm. they ruined it, it's time for something else. Oh, cleaning the litter tray out. No. Running off with Adam's coat. <laughs> it wouldn't fit you. So? <laughs> At least he wouldn't have it. Shooting people running off on my goat. <laughs> Fair enough. While you two are doing that, me and Andy will talk about Doctor Who. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Following on from the news, the news, the news, where we announced the Doctor Who computer game could be on its way. Oh, could be. Don't hold your breath. No. <laughs> we thought we'd... What did we think we'd do? Have a look at computer games of the past and theorise what we'll get in the future. And hope for better things. Yeah. Yes, mm. we did that. Okay. Ah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Now we'll talk about it. I think someone else should start. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the first one, first computer game I remember yep. was, I think it was a program you had to type in for the ZX Spectre that was published How in long ago computer was that? magazines. Oh, God. So 10, run, 20, uh, yeah. mm. go to Inky String, 30... <laughs> yeah. Repeat ten. Well, that's that's it. It was it was it published in a magazine. I can't remember which magazine. And I had a go at programming it into the spectrum. And of course, I've mashed the keyboard somewhere along the line and entered plus instead of X or, oh, or and you have to go back and check every yeah, line. Yeah, it didn't work. I mean, the thing is, the ZX eighties. I mean, all the keys had so many functions. Yeah, to yeah. Them. that's it. Yeah. That's it. So you didn't know whether you saw you were pressing an A or getting a. Yeah. See, so yeah. kids today, they don't know they're born. That was oh, proper yeah. computing back in our. You had to do it all by hand. None of this putting a CD in the CD-ROM. We didn't have that. We had a 1K ZX81 with a 16K RAM pack, and we were pleased of it. Luxury. Sheer Sheer luxury. luxury. We had tips. (laughs) We did. Do you remember putting tapes in to make it load up, and you had time to go shopping? And when you came back, it might be loaded. It might be loaded. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, and the screams of frustration when it wasn't loaded. Yeah, you oh, waited God. half an hour and then it went, error. <laughs> 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 
I don't think mine lasted long because it got dropped, kicked around the bedroom at least <laughs> five times. All those um, TV computer programs of the early 1980s yeah. where you had to be very quiet and hold a microphone up to the screen oh, really? when they played all the binary data. Yeah, they, they did a yeah. broadcast. So once the, the, once the end credits finished, all you could <laughs> uh, we were the early pirates. Mm. Anyway, that was anyway. the first Doctor Who game I remember. Was it really a Doctor Who game? Uh? It was. It was a Doctor. Who. Had a picture as well of Tom Baker outside yeah. the TARDIS. It was. By a you had. You could get five sprites on the screen. Four of them made a Dalek, and one blob was the Doctor. Oh. And you didn't get another Dalek until the first Both one had run off the screen because yeah. it or couldn't support yeah, more it, than yeah, five sprites. <laughs> Well, well, it, would, we had... it wouldn't be the doctor, it would just be a little moving square. Yeah, that's all yeah, it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've uh, had the... Dalek gl- Attack. Dalek Attack, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, Dalek Attack was all right. Yeah. At least it was vaguely entertaining. That, that was the first proper bought game. Yeah. Well, I've got a list from here. Oh, from God. Wikipedia. He's got the laptop out. Oh, from 1983, Doc 2, The First Adventure. Oh. 1985, that was Doc B- 2 and the Warlords. Yeah, that BBC Micro. Micro, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Featuring the fifth and sixth Doctors, apparently. Wow. Mm. Then the key to time in 1984 <laughs> for ZX Spectrum in Commodore 64. <laughs> Commodore 64. In colour. Uh, oh, God, yeah. Doctor in the Mines of Terror. Ah, I remember that one. I never actually played it, but I remember Amstrad, CPC, ZX Spectrum, Commodore 64, BBC Micro, Sixth Doctor, and a feline robot called Sphinx. <laughs> <laughs> God. The Dalek Attack, 1992. Yeah. That's quite a recent one, actually. That was that was uh, the Atari ST, wasn't it? Yeah. I think so, yeah. yeah. yeah I think maybe meager as well yeah i think that's that's probably the first one i bought okay this yeah. is what worries me though about the bbc I, I really don't trust them and i am terrified that this new game if it arrives is going to be like one of those <laughs> late 80s early 90s <laughs> i think everyone's a dalek attack the doctor's running around with sonic screwdriver just shooting things shoot blowing yeah. up daleks and, and whatever and yeah. that's the big problem with a doc 2 game yeah is he won't yeah. shoot anything no well what, this is why it should be a massively multiplayer what? online role-playing <laughs> game thing, you the thing, use Brain. As it was, all they had was platform games. Yeah. Where yeah. You could yeah. shoot. Now we don't have platform. We can progressed on to role-playing games like um, Mass Effect or uh, Baldur's Gate or something yeah. like that. That's what it needs to be. But with better graphics than Baldur's Gate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Like uh, Dragon Age. Or... Yeah. 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 That'd be good. And you could go between different time zones, which are just different maps or whatever. Yeah, levels, yeah. layers. That's the thing. It has given the, the idea is to travel in time. It has the possibility to be absolutely huge. Mm. That's probably the problem. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> are they going to do... Would they release episodes, as it were? Would you have um, Doctor Who and the Victorian Adventure when he's... Rescue, you know, for example, Tooth and Claw, rescuing Queen Victoria from a werewolf. And mm. you only move around with the concepts of that story and then they release another one. Maybe. Mm. The Sorry. chances are, I mean, if it's going to be an MMO... Which I doubt it will be. No. But if, mm, yeah, but if it is, I mean, well, the sky's the limit. I mean, there could be so many add-ons. So many add-ons? Mm. Add- oh, add-ons. Add-ons. Different time Sorry. zones, I'm everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> As I say, there, there could be so many add-ons. Yeah. The problem well, with the MMO, though, is everybody would need to be... The Doctor. Yeah, or everyone in time wars. It'd yeah. be like Star Wars mm. Galaxies when they changed it, everyone was suddenly a Jedi. Yeah. 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 Don't know if well, that I mean, would work. Might go with the role playing Mass Effect section. Mm. And there does seem to be 
how can I put it, a, a fad at the moment in producing episodic computer games, like yeah. Half-Life 2. V- yeah. Had, uh, that wasn't a successful one. but Well, it, it was, but yet it was kind of two two or three years between episodes. Yeah, yeah. Which rather negated the whole point of it. But yeah. You do and have things like Sam and Max. Sam and Max, which are that's, every that's month. the one I was looking for. Yeah. Yeah, and all the Telltale Games stuff. But I'm still not quite convinced how you do it, even as an RPG. Things like Mass Effect, Dragon Age, Baldur's Gate, you're going around hitting things all the time. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't even, based on the Doctor Who universe, you can't even have the companion going around hitting people. Not because really, it's, no. well, it's, it's frowned upon. It, it is frowned <laughs> upon. Unless but it's it, Captain Jack. Yeah, exactly. It depends who you're Doing actual... Doing on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> he wouldn't go around hitting things. There'd be some, something... He hitting would. on things. Yes. I hit that. I hit that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the thing is, um, with most online MMOs, um, the, the whole uh, reason to be of a... Is, is to go out, do a mis- mission, come back, report to your seniors, elders, yeah. or, mm. or whatever. I mean, how would they tailor that for an doc- uh, online Doctor Who game? Yeah, they, I, th- I, I think they're going to have to just abandon the whole non-violence point of view, which, you know, you might as well not call it Doctor Who. Yeah, I just can't see how you can even do a, you know, a mass market game based on Doctor Who. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what they come up with. Anything's going to be better than that top trumps nonsense. (laughs) (laughs) Unless they stipulate that nobody can be the Doctor but a Time Lord. But even a Time Lord, they're not really the sort of people that run around with a gun, are they generally? Unless it's the master. But even he doesn't run around shooting everything he sees. No, not often. (laughs) (laughs) No, he just wipes him out of time. Yeah, much gentler. Mm Yeah, it's hard to see how they do it, but maybe they could. Um, I try to think of an example of a game. Major things come to mind like Mist or even that sort of game. Oh, Mm. where you don't actually shoot things, puzzles. Well, yeah. Something like Mist, but mm. yeah, I, I don't see how you could uh, equate that to the Doctor Who universe either. No, it's going to be hard. a difficult one. Glad I haven't got to come up with that. <laughs> That's yeah, it, yeah. See, as, as I said, my instinct is that mm. they'll make it a shoot 'em up and mm. just hope nobody notices. Unless, well, unless, as uh, El Presidente says, I mean, they make it a problem-solving game, but you're given a time limit before something nasty happens. Maybe like yeah. the world blows up, yeah, mm, yeah. or a horde of Daleks is released. Yeah. <laughs> My guess is they just take the easy option and just come out with some kind of trivia game or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I hope not. That's such a cop-out. That, that's going to be what they're going to do, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be Doctor Who's seen it. Oh, yeah, effectively on the computer. Yeah. Top trumps. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. The other option is to not play the Doctor, but play... What, companion or an adversary? Or... Well, maybe a kind of time agent or something like that, to kind of torture with style, going around mm-hmm. shooting. Just a, like um, Star Wars Galaxy is Star Wars in name and atmosphere but you're yeah, not actually able off, to play but, yeah. Luke Skywalker yeah. make it that sort of thing Maybe. Yeah, I suppose I mean that's yeah. an idea that is and occasionally you'll see the doctor or give help you out yeah gives, help gives you out. the doctor gives you mission yeah. reports or you can run to the TARDIS to be safe yeah yeah maybe Maybe. It still won't quite feel right. No. No. It'll be like the interactive red button game. What was that by Christmas? Attack of the Grask? Oh, yes. <laughs> God, I hope it's better. <laughs> okay, so looking forward to it? Yes, but with reservations. Let's face it, we're going to buy it. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Maybe it should be a strip poker game with some of the female companions. <laughs> then you could, then um, you could wear your coat. Yeah. Your really good coat. Yeah. Mm, that long... Brown Suede. man's coat. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to say whether or not you're looking forward to it? Yes, well, you know, I'll probably go, and go out and buy it when I finally get broadband. So. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> it, it'd probably be a console game. Yeah, you'll be all uh, right. Mm, oh, that's okay. Whee! Whee! 
Okay, so tell us what you think. Do you think it's going to be a total balls up? (laughs) Or are you expecting the computer equivalent of war and peace? (laughs) Write to us. Talk to us. Let us know. At show. At staggering. Stories. Dot. Net. Woohoo. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm speaking of doctors. Yeah. We haven't said hello to the head of Pertwee yet. Oh. Oh. Hello, hello, head of Pertwee! Is he coming to um, Camber Sands with of us at the weekend? Of course he is, of course. Oh, we're oh, off to Camber Sands at the weekend. Oh, God. Well, actually, by the time this comes out, we'll be home. Oh, right, OK. <laughs> First thing I do when I get home is release this podcast. <laughs> so if we're all killed horribly... You won't You won't us. never hear, you won't ever hear from us yeah. again. No. <laughs> Good to have seen you. Yeah, mm, hi, yeah. Wynne. Lovely to see you. <laughs> <laughs> and now... Fresh from the mind of El Presidente, we have a 30-second recommendation. I'm going to talk about The Culture Novels by Ian M. Banks. Start the clock. The Culture books are a set of basically unconnected novels that you can read in any order, all set in or around a super-advanced society known as The Culture. Organic life forms are on equal standing with machines, even the hyper-intelligent minds, AIs that effectively run The Culture. It's a true utopia where there's no sickness, no need for work, and no material scarcity. Everyone is terribly nice to one another. <laughs> That'd make a really boring setting, so the books are usually set at the fringes of the culture and the less advanced civilizations around them. This makes for a fascinating clash of ideas and consequences of bigger than life or death of the characters themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's it. I recommend the culture. Is it great uh, books? I noticed you were reading those. You you announced every time you finished one on Facebook. I did. I've, I've <laughs> only read two so far. I may have to borrow one off you. The first, first and last one. Although I, it... I still have your Billy Piper book that I keep meaning to bring back. Oh, I finished yes. it. <laughs> what? V for Vendetta. Oh, oh we watched. We that? finally watched V for oh, really? Vendetta. Oh, yeah. that's so I've got cracking. to return it to you. It's really good. Got to really return good. it to you. <laughs> but we finally watched it, so I've got to return it. Yeah, great books. Hard FS or... It's... S-S-F. Semi-hard. It's not quite a bone of FS. It's semi-sci-fi. Yeah. bit perky, showing an interest. Stop it now. Deviance. It's not flaccid. Stop it! Bad, bad people. <laughs> so, Ian M. Banks, a good thing. Oh, definitely, definitely. Right. I highly recommend his books. Before we go into feedback, just a quick reminder for people. Don't show them it. They can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it in their mind. Oh, OK. <laughs> we have a three-disc set of the Hoover's Convention, 2009. Ooh. Up for grabs. We mentioned it last time. Yes. Uh, all you have to do is come up with a name for a male companion alongside Grunhilda Nobnacker. For an alleged male companion. Mm-hmm. If there is such a thing. Yeah, imagine there is. Not saying there is, but imagine there is. And yeah. the name you come up with possibly will not be used in the new series. <laughs> it's got to be a silly name. Yeah. Like Toby Wankfast. That broadcast roll, unlike that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, it can have the slightest hint of double entendre in it. Something like Slarty Bartfast. Yeah. Yes. But funny. <laughs> and then you can win this. It includes interviews with the likes of Colin Baker, Ooh, Nicholas the Briggs, Colin Baker. Ooh. Annika Wills, Ooh. Gary Russell, Ooh. Glenn McCoy, Ooh. <laughs> and a lot of podcasts, including two of us here. Oh, dear. Oh. It was a great event. It's it was. Great DVD set. So we've only had a few <laughs> entries so far. You're in good chance you could win. Give it a go. Yay. Just send it in to us. Show at 
staggering. Stories. Dot. Net. <laughs> <laughs> what order was that? <laughs> <laughs> I know it's it again. come out there. Right, you've been writing to us because you're wonderful. You oh, lovely yes. people, yes. We've heard from JD. Hello, JD. Hello, JD. Hello, JD. JD says, well, we're all officially back into the gap year. Yay. God, let it end. Nearly <laughs> <laughs> there. I want to give you guys and gals some of my most memorable oh. monsters from both the classic and New Who, along with a quick review. Okay, excellent. New series. It does. It does. New Who, along with a quick review. New series. I quite enjoyed the beast from the Impossible Planet and the Satan Pit. I mm-hmm. think they should bring it back. The beast. Also, I like the Weeping Angels and the Vashta Narada. I'm mm-hmm. praying Moffat brings them back. I think he's bringing back the Weeping Angels. Mm, yes. Ooh. Maybe. Classic Who. The generic ones, Cybermen and Daleks. I hope Moffat reinvents the Cybermen. Yeah, yep. too. Yeah, From our reality and for the review, I watched for the first time ever against three different podcast opinions, <laughs> the 1996 <laughs> Doctor Who movie. Hey, I hey. thought it was all right. <laughs> Way better than The Planet of the Dead. Mm. I think they need to make a Time War movie, but right with Chris Eccleston and McGann. Not holding my breath, though, it will never see the light of day. No, no, no. it won't. I, I know. It's a nice idea, but I yeah. think if you actually tried to do it, it wouldn't be as good as you'd imagined. No, that's it. I, I, as I've mentioned last time, I both want to know less, but I want to know more yeah. about the time war. Yeah, and it should stay like that. Yeah. Oh, for the record, I like carrots. <laughs> Thank you, JD. Nice to hear from you. <laughs> oh, that, that was the last, <laughs> oh, okay. yeah, the last, last letter, yeah. the last rant. It's the on-screen people I don't like. RTD, Julie Gardner, Simon Cowell, and the on-screen Sixth Doctor. Oh. Like him in the audiobooks for some reason. He's a lot better. Thought than he played a very good, stubborn, ja- arrogant jackass. <laughs> but Who's... don't get me wrong, I still like him. Who's Simon Cowell? Yeah. <laughs> P.S. Can you guys send me the Staggering Stories brownie recipe? And yeah. whichever Keith is the guy, check your Facebook. I'm still waiting for a reply. You Whatever are? Keith is the guy. <laughs> He's waiting to travel. Keith or uh, Will Keith, I think. Um, check your Facebook. If I, someone sorry. wants to be your friend, you say yes. I, I shall look. I, shall look. Uh, it's, I only go there occasionally now. I've, the enthusiasm for it has waned, and I think oh. I go there about once a week, and I've got all these... Yeah. messages that mm. I've got to reply to. I'm going to have to sit down one day this week and spend the whole evening working my way through it. Yeah. I apologise yes. deeply, humbly and profusely. Sorry. Thank sorry. you, JD. Nice to sorry, hear sorry. from you. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. We have one here from Robert. Oh, hi, Hello, Robert. Robert. Hello, Robert. He says, Dear Staggering Stories team and the unfortunate triffid victim, the head of Pertwee, <laughs> a belated Happy New Year to you all. Oh, yeah. And I hope that fake Keith is once again among you. Hello. Physically. Yeah. <laughs> I also hope that El Presidente enjoyed his tour of his overseas acquisitions. <laughs> yes, I'm doing well. Thank you for the kind words about my job at the Flashing Blade podcast. Yeah. Well, someone has to look after the old boy while Joe is away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good luck, you've got your work cut out. <laughs> I am really enjoying my time there, and people are being really supportive. Yeah, it's great to hear you there. Just listened to your podcast and was alarmed to hear you all being rather down on quite a few things. Did the chocolate run out? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes it did. New Year's blues. <laughs> I... Day of the Triffids 2009. Well, I quite liked this when I first saw it, so after hearing you guys cutting it to pieces <laughs> and saying that the 1981 version was better, I quite enjoyed the 2009 version. Well, you should have said. I did. You should have said louder. <laughs> he was sort of shouted down a bit, uh, I think. Yeah, glad I was determined to prove you all wrong, so following our beloved El Presidente's example, 
dare I do otherwise? Yeah. <laughs> I watched the 1981 version after rewatching the 2001 version, and damn it, the 1981 version is a hell of a lot better. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Though I like some of the things in the 2009 version, Eddie is odd as a power crate loony torrents. Yeah. The 1981 version is better in so many other ways, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. mostly because you care about the 1981 characters. Yeah, yeah. definitely. 2009 Bill and Joe seem to only have two facial expressions between them. Sad face and slightly less sad face. (laughs) As for the comparisons to 28 Days Later, it's really hard to do British post-apocalyptic dramas without a comparison to 28 Days Later. After watching the 1981 version, I went and did something that I've never done before. Uh I went and ordered the book. Ah, Good for you. Good Good for you. I should buy a copy, haven't I? Doctor Who Brown Trails a moment and earliest memories. <laughs> My earliest memory of Doctor Who is seeing John Pertwee in Inferno with the green radiation monsters on UK TV Gold. Wow. Oh, <laughs> great. What, the green radiation monsters were appearing on UK? <laughs> yeah. Yep. As for my brown trouser moment, well, I have two. The first is in that bit in Blink. <laughs> you yes. know which one I mean. To yeah. which I had to be pried off the ceiling by the family. <laughs> the second is Doctor in Distress. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I lived through that record. <laughs> <laughs> Though that scares me for entirely different reasons. Yeah. Avatar, I thought you were unusually harsh on that film. While admittedly not Shakespeare, it was a wonderful film. Really? <laughs> it should be seen in 3D as it makes it an event. Maybe, maybe. As yes. for the fact that it is essentially a sci-fi remake of Dances with Wolves, yes. where you can't complain, at least didn't turn around and wink on the audience about the fact. <laughs> the Tom Cruise <laughs> film, sure The Last that. Samurai, was essentially a mix of Dances with Wolves and Last of the Mohicans, and nobody complained about that. I did. Nobody watched it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I didn't actually see uh, Last Samurai, so I can't yeah. comment. I, I've got it on DVD. But... Got a I, Tom Cruise film and DVD. Mm, yeah, <laughs> I, I have to say, the last thing I have to say about Avatar is, despite all the special effects and wonderful gloriousness about it, mm. uh, if the story is not much good, eh, the rest is just window dressing. Yeah. Well, The Last Samurai in itself was, you know, was a good film, but um, for one glaring um, historical error, <laughs> um, it wasn't actually the Americans who trained the Imperial Army; it's the French. Oh. Well. Um, anyway, I digress. Um, <laughs> this is definitely a film I will be getting on DVD. Mm. Sorry what about the length really? of this letter. I had a lot to say. Mm. Oddly, I feel a lot better now. Mustache. <laughs> Viva el Presidente and bod be with you, Robert. P.S. Is it me or in the sixth episode of 1981 Day of the Triffids, does Bill bear a striking resemblance to a young Bill Oddy? <laughs> You're right. Ooh. Quite possibly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 A really big overgrown uh, bushy yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Thanks for writing, Robert. Thank you, yeah, thank Robert. You. Mm, thank yeah. you. Continued good luck on Flashing Blade. Oh, yes. Mm, yes. yes. All the best. We have one here from Peeva. Hello, Hello. Peeva. Hello, Peeva. Dear team, first off, I'd like to ask how you couldn't like the end of Time Part 2. <laughs> I did, I did. It was the perfect climax to any fan's hoogasm. No, no. <laughs> anyway, a couple of episodes ago, you mentioned the show Defying Gravity. Mm, yes, yes. I want to know what you all thought would happen if it had been graced with one or two seasons more. If I may interject. Yes. Um, it was originally planned for three seasons. Only three? Mm, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but obviously it got pulled after only one. Yeah. Okay, I mean, after they picked up Beta on Mars and uh, Gamma on uh, Venus... I suppose the next two seasons would have been a positive history of the rest of the tour around the uh, around the solar system, picking up the rest of the alien artefacts. Presumably, mm. the, the assumption I can come to is um, where that guy keeps having the vision of uh, the astronaut Zoe, or being yeah. uh, being pregnant and uh, walking out of the airlock. 
towards what appeared to be a gl- bright glowing ball out in space. <laughs> um, my well, this is just me speaking. This is I mean, um, I would imagine sort of somehow once all the uh, various pieces of this alien artifact, whatever it is, beta, gamma, delta, or whatever it is, have been collected and put together. My assumption is it would be like um, the monoliths yeah. from the year from 2001 yeah. to 2010. Okay. Some sort of catalyst for uh, for speeding up intelligence. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. My my thoughts were it was going to end like something along the lines of, my God, it's, it's full of stars. stars. <laughs> um, mm. Mm. No, so, I mean, that's my impression, that is. And the kid that uh, Zoe is, is carrying will be some sort of future... Um, manifest- Star well, child. Yeah. Um, or homo <laughs> superior, something like that. Okay. Elton John. however peeva goes on to say (laughs) i have had a suspicion it would have gotten terribly preacher after they found all those things Things. yes and what were they supposed to be anyway gods alien poo (laughs) (laughs) thanks can't wait to hear your responses i think you already have i think you just have all fan (laughs) peeva yeah i I entirely missed the rest of yeah i mean uh, (laughs) one problem with that is it was simply taking too long yeah and i I missed a couple Mm. of episodes it was very much a slow burner. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was uh, the same problem I had with uh, Day of the Triffids. It just took too long to unfold, and I, I lost interest. Mm. <laughs> but, yeah, I think there was certainly going to stumble along the next stage in human evolution. Yeah, it's probably right. Any more letters? Right, we have one from Owain. Hi, Clive. Forward slash Clive. <laughs> Hello. Mm. Hello, podlings. Podlings. Mm, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I'm just reminded of Spinal Tap. I'm, I'm agent of the body snatchers. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Spinal Tap, where they're all in these alien sort of... Oh, that cleared my nose. <laughs> <laughs> Thank yeah, you. It's, it's all over your jacket. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get the coat to mop it up. Uh, <laughs> just sweet clean. Hello, podlings. Hello. I'm afraid due to interweb constraints, I haven't listened to your podcast yet. Oh. <gasps> We haven't published it yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even out yet, but I have to impart knowledge. Okay. <laughs> Jago and Lightfoot are having their own series. Oh, yes. Ooh. In audio <laughs> form. Confused on, on um, Big Finish. Big Finish, yeah. Yes. I'm really excited as the Companion Chronicle was brill. I want to wish everyone uh, everyone a happy birthday because I think one of you has one around now. No. Sorry. Yeah, a few weeks' time, isn't it? Quite a few weeks' time. June's is before mine. Yep. <clears throat> That's not until March. Buy well, her a present, Clive. It's only about a month away, isn't it? Well, it doesn't matter. We'll just accept. Thank okay. you. Yeah. 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 Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry for the ramble. Bye, Owain. <laughs> forward slash Clive. Bye, Clive. Bye. Welsh word of the podcast, Muadurin. 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 What does that mean? Moidera. Moidera. Moida. 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 Yeah, it's good news about Jager and Lightfoot. Yes, two yeah. characters from uh, Talons of Wing Chiang. What was uh, what was the companion chronicle like? Because I haven't heard. It's that quite one. good. Yeah, yeah, it is good. Yeah. They, they work well together. I'd have they to try and catch up. Is it the two original actors? Yes. Oh, outstanding! Blimey. I've yeah. got it somewhere. If you want to borrow it? Yeah, well, I just assumed they were dead. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, actors. for our next piece of feedback, it's over to the Ministry. Jin here. Oh God! Well done on a superb podcast. It really is splendid. Oh yes. Mrs. Chin agrees. So here's to you, Chin Chin. <laughs> I'm feeling quite faint now. I don't want to know what the matter is. I I don't feel anger anymore. We've oh, cured him. We've cured him. Oh, oh. Oh. I, want, I want the old chin back. <laughs> it was much better. <laughs> okay, got some audio feedback here. Woo. Woo-hoo. Here it goes. Hi, team. 
And a special hello to the ladies. Oh, God. <laughs> You've all done very well. Woo-hoo. Now, Jean, are you deliberately trying to put me off? <laughs> First you say you don't normally go for blondes. Mine blonde. Oh. Then you say you don't think you're going to like Matt Smith. Well, I think he's going to look great. Okay. Playing hard to get, eh? Works for me. <laughs> Fake Keith. Don't think I've forgotten you. Oh, God. Nectar Point Software is still on the table. <laughs> I really think the SFX Weekender will be a new stage in our relationship. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, yeah. Sorry, Keith. <laughs> I'm going to keep this short this week. I've only just started recording feedback, and I find my own voice depressingly bland. Great <laughs> <laughs> be with you. Win. Thank you, Thank you, Win. Well, you. Strange, yeah. strange man. <laughs> <laughs> that destroys that illusion that Tony Gallison has about Wind being a seven year old girl. Yes. Yeah. Perhaps seven he's just got a voice girl. problem. <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe. But yes, we look forward to meeting you. Although oh, yes. that will have been in the past. By yeah, this we time. would have met you by mm-hmm. now and mocked you. God, can how, Made how you can buy you? us drinks. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. How can you hold that amount of liquor? <laughs> and we have one here from Leslie, I believe. Oh, Leslie! Dear team, this is Leslie. (laughs) Almost a month later, I have finally caught up with your Christmas and New Year's podcasts. Excellent. I enjoyed them both um, a lot. (laughs) Um, When fake Keith tried to convince the real Keith that the Doctor Who Christmas special was cancelled, it reminded (laughs) me of my return to the UK on December 29th. Uh, at which point my boyfriend fake spoilered me on the end of time part one, telling me that the brig- brigadier had appeared as well as a bunch of other stuff that hadn't actually happened. Um, I'm excited to try these staggeringly good brownies myself. They seem to have quite a effect on you all. I also enjoyed the happy birthday song and don't worry, the bare naked ladies sang it first on their Christmas album. Oh, that's right. Oh, okay. Um, and fake Keith and Crumbly's Rukas and the Doctor Who theme on Kazoo. Well done. Um, as with the New Year's edition, I was impressed with Jean's insight um, that the second of the Time Lord figures with their faces covered up in End of Time Part 2 was the Master's mother, possibly. Yeah. I loved hearing all your predictions, hopes, and fears. <laughs> uh, it's very late, which is probably how I drummed up the courage to record this in the first place, so I will bid you adieu and let you ponder... My accent. Um, <laughs> hope to do better at keeping up in the, on the podcast in the future. Leslie. Thank you, Leslie. Thank, Thank you, Leslie. Yeah. She yes. doesn't sound Welsh. Ponder. Ponder. Yeah. Ponder. So that was an American accent, was it? Yes. Could have been. Yeah. Which part of America? Oh. Central? I don't well, know. Well, she's from Albuquerque in New Mexico. Where's that? Ah. New Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the pointy bit at the bottom that joins onto... Real, Old real Mexico. Mexico. <laughs> it's at the bottom somewhere. Ah. Yeah. It's the pointy the bit. The bit that po- thins out yeah. and looks it's, like you could snap it. It's next to Texas, I think. The, mm. the bit that joins onto Old Mexico. Mm. Ah. Yes. So yeah. not Hawaii then? No. No. Did you know Hawaii is the only um, state that's got the Union Jack flag in it? So, that's flag. it? Mm. Yeah. Why? I don't know why. Because they should. That speaks El Presidente. So we're, we're, we're sort of absorbing the planet slowly. We've made sure New Zealand and Australia have to have the um, Union Jack in their flag. But so it's when mm. Now we're grabbing li- Hawaii. It's when nobody's looking. We quickly we just nip sneak in. The back in. Door. Yeah. So we're going to take the stripes there. off soon and put yeah. the, the little X's and yeah. coloured in yeah. bits. Yeah, same colour, different and, shape. Um, apparently, um, I think it's Alabama. That's in Texas. 
Alabama. No, it's not. No. Alabama. No, that's where Forrest Gump comes from. I produced so many so many angry letters. I'm really sorry. Apologise to Leslie and apologise to Naya. Apologise to the American nation. Sorry, Naya. I'm sorry, America. Uh, and and JD, I think JD was that the equivalent of Jay Goody thinking East, La- East Anglia was in London. East Anglia, yeah. East Anglia. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> I think it's actually sort of a shield uh, crest of uh, Alabama. It's got um, the French flag in it, the UK flag, and um, a couple of others as well. I didn't know That's that. For good measure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know Boise is the capital of Idaho. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Does that make up for the Alabama thing? You've been listening to his Animaniacs. Animaniacs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the only reason I know any capital <laughs> cities. <laughs> and Albuquerque because of Bugs Bunny. <laughs> or Prefab Sprout. I've never listened to Prefab Sprout. Did you know they only called themselves Prefab Sprout? <laughs> Prefab Sprout because when they were little, one of their dads was talking about his um, father's Prefab Fab house and he misheard. Oh, I did not know yeah. that. Well, that's well, the end of the trivia for this month. Yeah, will be a quiz. <laughs> I'm frantically trying to think of another American capital. <laughs> Little Rock, Arkansas, mm-hmm. Dallas, Texas, Jail. Well Go on, test me, test me. If this isn't an EastEnders podcast, you're not allowed Dallas. Although, wasn't Kristen a bitch? I never watched Dallas. She's the one who shot JR. Is that at the end of feedback? Yeah. That's probably for the best. Okay, if you still want to write to us after that, then please get in touch at show. At staggeringstories.net. I'm still sorry. (laughs) (laughs) What would Obama say? He'd probably call us folks folks and do something meaningful. Isn't it nice to actually have a president who can string a sentence or two together without having to pause while someone says it in his ear? Oh, it's it's, it's wonderful. He can do anything as far as I'm concerned. Although it's not as easy to mock him as it was to mock George W. No. Mm. You're not going to get any desk calendars with... Obamaisms on them. No, no, which is rather unfortunate. Unless you're a Democrat and they'd be inspirational, then wouldn't they? Yeah, it's not quite (laughs) as funny though. Not funny, no. No, try harder, America, please. (laughs) (laughs) And so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of this podcast. Uh, Ah, but in the next one, there'll be more of the same. (laughs) Ah. More fun, frivolity and jollity. More news and reviews. More who old and new. But until that time, this is me, Crumbly, saying, be seeing you. Bye. Goodbye. I'm brave. I'm a brave. I'm a brave president. You're an idiot. You have been listening to the Staggering Stories podcast, series one, number 64, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Fake Keith, and the real Keith Dunn. Use expressed here, those as speaker, and don't necessarily represent those their speakers on the site. No copyright official is intended. This podcast is now Presidente Blushing at www.staggeringstories.net. Wobbly bits. Wobbly bits. Wobbly bits. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's nothing like wobbly bits. <laughs> <laughs> right, I think we've tested you. Sorry. <laughs> you can shut up now. I've shut up. Oh, bless you. That's quite loud. <laughs> at least, Sorry. At least there was a spray. Yeah, what's it in the way? Oh, my God. No licking it next week. Bogies <laughs> 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 on my spray guard. Uh. <laughs>
make sure you know which one is yeah, there. Put a large K Believe on me, that. You'll one. be able to tell. Yeah, <laughs> make sure you know where that one goes. I should have that green microphone because they'll match. You have now. Mm. <laughs> it's a red tie. It's a red tie. It's pink from here. It's mm. red tie with blue lines on it yeah. and yellow dots. Uh, from back blue. here, it looks like licorice all sorts. You've got strange eyes. <laughs> he's got a strange shirt so that matches not a blue shirt it's a blue shirt <laughs> <laughs> I've got my brown coat on oh, oh yeah uh, you've got to have a brown brown stripy coat with a blue shirt <laughs> no, I've got natural brown coats now oh oh brown coat what a brown brown coat a brown coat you you utter utter utter, utter. You went and bought it from out of shop. <laughs> you complete. Oh, put it on. Put it on. Oh Jesus! I am seething. Oh, that's it. Oh, you, that, looks, you, oh that looks nice. Oh, you. Oh. Oh, you. We're gonna you, buy you. you some. We're gonna buy you some guns. Yeah. He's already got the gun. I've got yeah. Need yeah. the uh, striped cavalry trousers as well. Yeah. Oh, and you. one of those holsters that you tie around your thigh. <laughs> Words cannot describe the emotions I am feeling at the moment. You could try. Oh, Real that would be far too small for me. Turn Real Keith is seething. Oh, oh that's a, that's a good coat. <laughs> gun in, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. I've got a 10th doctor. Now you know what yeah. to buy yeah. Keith for his birthday. You're right. <laughs> oh. Are you going to cry? Yes. Okay. He'll be sobbing on the way home. Oh, God. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm going home. <laughs> oh, oh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Just shut up. You're fuming, aren't you? Shut up! Yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Didn't need adjusting you either, I was quite surprised. Oh, Shut up. It fit perfectly. Yeah. As if it was made for you. It was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think the 10th Doctor coat will have to be shortened a bit. Ah. Oh. <laughs> He's not happy. No. Uh, you can buy one too. No. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to explode if you don't breathe. <laughs> Just right. implode. It's Just right. go outside and have a good scream. No, no, Dead of night, I shall come back. <laughs> the coat still won't fit you, no matter it doesn't how much matter. you murder does, him. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I shall do things to the coat so when he does it, <laughs> it's all right. It's suede. It will wash off. <laughs> all the stitching will fall out. Ooh. Mm. You're going to be woken up about three o'clock in this morning by Keith burying his face in the pillow. Going, it's not Quite a normal night, in a place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and now, fish. <laughs> How many surrealists does it take to change a light bulb? Fish. fish. <laughs> <laughs> I never get carried away in my rants. Bollocks. <laughs> Pardon me. Sorry. <laughs> oh. oh dear. Ooh. I do apologise. That coffee repeated on me. Where's Jean when you need her? Uh, Wizard of the Coasts is now giving up the licence to do the Star Wars role-playing. Sorry. I'll do that again. Someone deliberately sneezed over my moment. Oh, sorry about sneezing over your moments. It's all gooey. And dripping. Uh, anyway. I would have been finished quicker, but somebody sneezed all over my place. <laughs> I really like your brown coat, Adam. I think it's fantastic. No. Don't hit me with the board. <laughs> he's going to the lab. I mean, he's only had ages to go before now, but he's going now. <laughs> go on, put, put your coat on, put your coat on, put your coat on. Yeah, go on, go on, go on. Go on quick, 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 quick. Is it, what is it, suede? Yeah. Ooh. Quick, 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 quick. Where's your gun? 
<laughs> He's going to be fuming. He's going to be sitting in the back of the car on the way back to your house. Going, <laughs> you know he's going to murder you in your sleep at the weekend. Uh, when he does, would you like to be buried in your rather fine coat? <laughs> yeah, I can bury him in any old coat. If, is it Abby Shot? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I know how we could get him to pose. We could get him to pose how Malcolm Reynolds was found at the beginning of... Is it our Mrs Reynolds? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> in the bonnet and the floor. No, 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 mm. no, no, no. The, Buck naked. That's the one. Mm. Oh. Just, oh with that... his, just with his coat. Yeah. yeah that was, uh, we could do trash, our Boys yeah, of Staggering trash. Stories calendar. Oh, no. <laughs> lots, well, of silly, not, lots of normal silly ones and then one of him standing stark <laughs> and naked with just his jacket on. <laughs> With a hat in an appropriate position. No, no, just no. start bollock naked. It wouldn't be good, there's blubber. It's <laughs> <laughs> a damn fine coat. Can I touch your coat? What does it feel like? Bloody hell, that is heavy, isn't it? Oh, that's a nice coat. Look at the touch of the coat. Ooh. Oh, isn't that a good coat? Look at the cuffs. I can't smell anything. Does that smell nice? <laughs> Oh, real leather. Oh, it's lovely. That's a man's coat. <laughs> it's Malcolm Reynolds' coat. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, if you ask him nicely, he will pose naked in it for you. Oh, it's not. a good job you're blurry. <laughs> the culture books said... I think we should take his coat away from him for that. <laughs> No. No. no, you just want to roll in it. <laughs> <laughs> Naked. Naked. <laughs> Stop it. That's not your chair. <laughs> Do carry on. I withdraw my thank you. Aww. You're all bastards. Especially you, Win. Oh. I'm going to deliberately not buy you a drink last weekend. <laughs> Retroactive vengeance. Yeah. And I can't wait to see the look on your face when you discover Jean's a man. <laughs> not Jean. <laughs> Here we are at the TARDIS Tavern to witness the mating ritual of the Nerdus Maximus Private. Say, pretty lady. I've got an Enterprise NCC-1701D in a cell in my pocket. Or do I? Ew. Ooh, it seems that the female has declined his advances, but the suitor is eager to try again. Yes, I see you've noticed my Stargate SD-1Con t-shirt that I acquired last year. That's when I became best buddies with THE Mr. Dean Anderson. Excuse me, but I have a bucket that I must be sick into. Oh dear, another failure. It appears the Nurse Maximus will not be able to copulate tonight. But wait, another male has entered the territory. Let's listen in. Hey, is that a sonic screwdriver in my pocket, or... Excuse you? Well, it is a Series 4 screwdriver, modified and given to River Song. Ooh, aren't you clever. Do you watch Doctor Who? Yes, and afterwards I come here to the TARDIS Tavern and talk to my friend Sean, and over a couple of pints we talk about our favorite TV show, Doctor Who. Mmm, that sounds hot. Success! For intriguing conversations about Doctor Who over a pint, come to the TARDIS Tavern. We download it at iTunes or Lipson.com. 
ding 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 Hello everyone, uh, my name's Christopher and this is Laura. Hello. And we're part of a new Doctor Who podcast called The Oodcast. We've actually come into possession of something very special. Yes, that's right, because we can now reveal The Oodcast has managed to get its greasy little hands on an early audio trailer for Richard Curtis's episode of Doctor Who in the fifth season. So, um, without further ado, and hopefully without further prosecution... The Oodcast presents a sneak peek into the future of Richard Curtis's Doctor Who. Where are we, Doctor? Don't know. Looks like London. Notting Hill, perhaps, but there's... I don't know, there's something wrong. Oh, I can't put my finger on it. No, oh, yes! Everything's too clean, and the people are too posh. Help me! I'm being chased by a giant golden pepper pot. The Daleks. Uh, watch out! Here comes Dalek Colin, and he's got a big plunger! What are we going to do? Don't worry, it's all part of my brilliantly subtle plan. I don't see any brilliantly subtle plan. Amy, you wouldn't see a subtle plan if it suddenly grew to the size of a dreadnought-class cyber king, painted itself purple, and then danced through the streets of London singing Subtle Plans Are Here Again. Bugger! 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 This unit is impaired! Destroy it! Bugger! Knock knock. Who's there? Doctor. Doctor who? You've just said it! <laughs> said what? My name. That's the joke, you see. You said Doctor Who. But that isn't your name, is it? That's a mistake a lot of people make. The last brownie goes to whichever of us is the most pathetic. Well, what about me? Sorry, you think you deserve the brownie? Well, a shot at it, at least. Well, you'll have to fight me for it. This is a very good brownie. I'm the last of a dying race. With the blood of several species on my genocidal hands. I wander through eternity, lost in time and space, witnessing lives briefly flare and burn around me, while I remain essentially alone, desperately trying to save what scraps and tatters I can as the great war machine of time trundles on, crushing whole cultures under its dirt-flecked wheels. I'll outlast everyone I'll ever love. Really? Really. And one day, not long from now... I'll explode in an outpouring of golden energy, and another man will saunter away with my life. Never look back. Nice try, Bowtie, but you don't fool anyone. You learn Portuguese for me? Not really, it's just the translation circuits in the TARDIS. Stop all the clocks. Cut off the telephone. Prevent the dog from barking with a juicy bone. Okay! <laughs> what did you do? All those things he just said. There's really a setting on the sonic screwdriver for stopping dogs barking. It also makes smoothies. After all, I'm just a Dalek standing in front of another Dalek asking him to exterminate 
Exterminate! Coming soon to BBC One. The Four Doctors and a few more.